What is up, everybody, and welcome to The Spiral. I'm your host, Dan Geiger, and on today's podcast, we're going to talk about last night's football. We had the Panthers versus the Texans and my quick thoughts about that. And then we're going to talk about this weekend's uh, football games. So we're going to talk about some college football, a lot of really good games this weekend uh, in the college atmosphere. I think it's going to be awesome. And then we're going to talk about some big NFL matchups that are happening this Sunday and Monday night games. So with that being said, let's get it started. All right, so like I said, first things first, we're jumping over the third, we're going to go over the Thursday night football game. So if you want to wear that game was uh, the Panthers versus Houston, uh, Panthers won 24 to 24 to nine. Uh, let's talk about Panthers first. So the Panthers are three and So what are people thinking right now? Are the Panthers legit? And listen, if you were, if you've been listening to the podcast from the very beginning, one of my initial things were I had the Panthers as a potential surprise team. And, I, and, I, and the reason why is because I liked their offense. I liked McCaffrey. I liked Moore. I liked Marshall. I liked uh, Roby Anderson. Their defense was pretty good. Like, I'm a big fan of their corner Jackson, Shaq Tom- Thomas, uh, their safety Chin. Uh, Burns could be up there for a defensive player of the year this year. Um, Hassan Reddick, they brought in through free agency, he had another uh, sack and a half performance. Um, and then they have the, uh, D tackle. I, I believe it's Jones is the one they got. Um, excuse me. I believe it's Jones who they got from Auburn, uh, two years ago. I could be mistaken. Oh, sorry. Not Jones. It's Brown. Uh, I really like him. I'm a big fan of the Panthers, right? Now, this being said, the Panthers did run into a little bit of injuries yesterday. Christian McCaffrey's hamstring is not, not ideal. Not good. Uh, that his hamstring is hurt. Uh, you have the potential of uh, J.C. Horn is also going through some injuries right now. That is their stud corner they got this year. Uh, so they said he broke some bones in his foot per their head coach, Matt Rule. Uh, I, I, they don't have a timetable yet, but that is not ideal for him. Um, depending on how bad the injury is, uh, that could hurt them big time because the Panthers' defense has looked really impressive so far. And I was a big advocate of, I think if their defense – Potentially played well, which they had the talent, in my opinion, to surprise a lot of people. And their offense can be consistent with McCaffrey coming back. They could be really good with the team. Well, they just lost J.C. Horn for, I'm assuming, probably at least a month. Um, so probably anywhere from four to six months could broken bones in his foot. But, I mean, too early to tell. And then you have Christian McCaffrey hammy, hammy, which is not good. Now, I will say my one criticism so far is the amount of usage Christian McCaffrey's had the first two weeks. I believe they said within the first two weeks, he's had 59 touches, which leads to NFL. Listen, I get that's what McCaffrey is. He's a bell cow back. He's going to get a bunch of carries. He's going to catch the ball in the backfield. He's going to line up in the slot. He's going to do a bunch of things. But he is coming off a big injury, and I just I wasn't a big fan of force-feeding him because I'll be honest, I like Hubbard, the running back they drafted this year. I thought they should kind of ease McCaffrey back into it. So now McCaffrey has a hammy issue. Those are really tricky. They could they could be lingering issues. You might have to sit him for a while. Now, I will say this. I do like Hubbard as a good running back. So if you have to lose McCaffrey just for a little bit, I think Hubbard can definitely come in and fill the void. Now, he's not going to be a pass catcher, but I think he'd be a very capable uh, running back. I think he'd be an upgrade to what Mike Davis was last year. And Mike Davis played that role very well, in my opinion, last year, taking over from McCaffrey. Oh, but let's get back to the Panthers. So they uh, or get back to their overall record, which is three and zero, right? So people are going to think they're legit. 
I want to pump the brakes just a little bit because I, I think you got to look at some things real quick, right? So they beat a very bad Jets team, in my opinion. Horrendous Jets team. They played a Saints team who I think people overreacted to their Packers win because I was still not on the Saints bandwagon even after the Packers win. I, I haven't been high on the Saints all this year. Uh, I, I personally don't see them being that great of a team overall. I just, I'm not very high on the Saints. And they beat a Texans team who I will say has played very impressive. I think they've been very, uh, very impressive compared to where a lot of people thought they were going to be, including myself. They play hard and they, they play gritty, all right? They play, they play good football. Now, they just don't have a lot of talent, but they play hard, which is nice, right? That's what you want. You want them playing hard, trying to buy into the new head coach and everything. Now, the problem with the Texans is, you know, they obviously didn't have Tyra Taylor. He's out. They don't really have a great running game. And outside of Brandon Cooks, they don't really have a great receiving game either. Um, so, though the Panthers are 3-0, we do have to pump the brakes a little bit to just see how legit they are. Now, a 3-0 is a great start. It's a very terrific start. So they're positioned well to try to make a run for the playoffs. I think it's too early to start looking at them as a playoff team per se. I, I, I'm very curious who they play next week, kind of get more of a real test. But Sam Darnold has looked really impressive. Um, I, I personally, when I saw the, the Panthers trade for Sam Darnold, I loved it. Now, I'm not the biggest Sam Darnold fan, but I do think he didn't live up to his potential with Adam Gase. Now, I do think at times he's going to struggle handling a bunch of pressure in his face and doesn't always going to make the best throw. You, like, that was something that struggled since his last year at USC with turnovers. Hasn't been able to always handle the blitz picking, uh, like when people blitz and everything, handling the pressure. Uh, you saw that with the Jets. Now, with the Panthers, he's had, he has a lot of receiving options. A lot, I mean, DJ Moore is a, is a bona fide number one who I think gets slept on. I'm a big fan of Terrence Marshall and Roby Anderson. I, I really like. Though Roby Anderson had a quiet game last night, I am a big fan of that. Big fan of him. Um, he also has, he, sh I know McCaffrey's hurt, but I'm still expecting him to have a capable running game to take the pressure off of Sam Donald as well. But last night he threw for 304 yards and he ran two touchdowns then. All right. He's played very impressive and I do think he deserves credit and their head coach deserves credit because again, Matt Rule, you didn't know if he was going to be a legit coach, how people thought about him. I thought he had potential to be a really good coach. I was a big fan of him. I love Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator. I thought that was a great hire by them. Uh, I like the direction the Panthers are going. I really do. I, I, I like the coach. I think their defense is built well. I think they're very smart. I like their offense. They're positioned to be a pretty good team. Now, again, it's still early to say they're legit, but they are 3-0, and though the competition hasn't been great, the Panthers have looked good. So before we fully commit to them being a really good team, I would like to see them say, face some real competition, even though they are losing J.C. Horn and McCaffrey. I'd still like to see how they play. Because if they lose a close one to like a really good team, say like they played like the Bucks right next week. Let's just say they did. I know they don't, but let's just say they did. Maybe they lost by like three to seven, right? That's a positive loss. Like it's like, okay, I'm assuming they wouldn't have McCaffrey and I'm assuming they're not going to have J.C. Horn. That's like two of their better players. The Horn is a rookie in the secondary. He's been very impressive. That's an optimistic loss, right? And I, I get it. Some people aren't big to like losing, counting lo like losses as morale victories. But I do think there are positives to certain stuff like that. I do think you can have positive takeaways from losing, especially if it's a close loss. Um, so I would like to see how the Panthers do against a better competition before I start saying they're legit. But I do love the way they're, the direction they're going. I love everything about the Panthers. For Houston... Uh, the rookie, Mills. I thought he stepped in and played pretty good. Not necessarily great, but pretty good. 
19 of 28, 168 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. Uh, keep in mind, this is a quarterback who a lot of people thought he had some talent. He was a top, he was a very highly regarded recruit coming out of high school. Uh, you know, he had talent. He went, I believe, in the third round. Uh, people said there's a chance he could slip into the end of the first round somehow, early second. He has a lot of nice characteristics of what you think a good quarterback can be, you know, physical arm, everything. Um, not a lot of college film on him because he only started one season, but he has looked like he, he can do some stuff. He looks a little impressive, okay? Um, again, it's too early to tell how legit he's going to be, but optimism there, in my opinion. Um, obviously, Deshaun Watson is not the future there. Tyra Taylor's a great bridge quarterback. Now's the opportunity to see how good Mills is. Because if he looks good and impressive, it makes your rebuild easier because then you don't have to spend one of those top picks on a quarterback. And you can use that to address, like, offensive line, another playmaker on defense, wide receiver. You can add more talent around this whole team than having to waste it on a quarterback if Mills looks good. But keep in mind, this is a Texas team, that, though, that plays tough. They don't really have a great running game, in my opinion. And they don't really have playmakers outside of Brandon Cooks. So... Brandon Cooks has looked really good at the start of the season. Nine receptions, 112 yards. No touchdowns this game, but he has looked very impressive. Um, the defense side of the ball, they're an interesting team. Like, they have some guys that I kind of like, but nobody, like, like they're not an overly impressive defense. I would say they're an average defense, which is a lot better than what they were last year because they were a bad defense last year. But, like, some guys I like. I do like Cunningham. I do like Hargraves. Um... I like his potential, I should say. Like, he hasn't lived up to his first-round pedigree, but interesting player out of Florida. Greenland had a tackle for loss and a sack. Um, you have uh, Desmond King, who I like. You have uh, Marcellus, the DN I like. So they have some interesting guys. Like, they have some solid, you know, above-average defense defensive players on that team. But again... The Texas rebuild, obviously, they made that massive trade for Laramie Tunsil on the offensive line, so they shipped out a lot of future capital. Bill Bryan didn't work out. They traded some guys away. I get it. It's going to be a painful rebuild, but hopefully, with the, if Mills can play impressive, you can use these, you know, your other first round picks on other positions to help build around him. And with the, the way they're playing, playing tough, people can buy into the head coach. They could go in the right direction. Now, again, I've been very adamant. I don't know how I feel about their head coach. I thought it was just kind of no one wanted to go there, and they just kind of got somebody. Uh, but he has been impressive getting the people to buy into him, and I do think that should be talked about. Um, again, the Texans aren't an overly talented team, but they are playing hard, and they look like they're playing for their coach, playing for the city, playing for their team, whatever. Again, that's all fine and dandy early, but if it doesn't look like it's going anywhere, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Are they going to start fading because they're like, oh, this is pointless, and then they start looking worse and worse and worse? Or are they going to start buying in playing close games, and then they kind of flip that switch, and they slowly but surely start winning games. I think, you know, that'll be the interesting second half of the season will be a big, like, indicator on how they kind of feel about their head coach and how hard they're willing to play and everything. Uh, but I do like Mills outside of no run game and, you know, Brandon Cooks. They don't really have a lot of talent or anything. Um, defense is okay. Again, we didn't expect Texans to be a great team. They're probably a bottom five team, but they have played very tough, you know, they've played hard so far through all their games, which is impressive. And I think they do deserve credit for that. But with that being said, it's time to jump into some college football. So stay tuned to find out who I got pulling off some upsets and who I got coming away with some nice big wins this year. All right. So it's time for some college football, people. And 
I'm looking at the top 25, you know, teams this week and who they're playing. And I'm, I don't know what it is. Every so often, you kind of just get these gut feelings, right? Like, oof, I think some of these top-ranked teams might go down. Sometimes it's just you feeling optimistic. Sometimes it's just you feeling a little spicy, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. I'm expecting an upset, upset again. Like an Armageddon, upset again, right? Like just a massive amounts of upsets. It's a new word out there. Trademark, you know, you heard it here first. But I don't know what it is. I'm just feeling a lot of upsets this week. Like teams who are, you know, just, I don't know what it is. I just have this gut feeling there's going to be a bunch of upsets. So let's just jump into some of the teams who I think are going to be upset, right? Like these are some of the bigger games we're talking about, in my opinion. So up first, 12 Notre Dame versus Wisconsin, 1-1. One one. I don't think Notre Dame's looked all that impressive this year. I just, for whatever reason, I feel like Wisconsin has a good defense. I feel like they're going to be able to run the ball against Notre Dame. And I just feel Wisconsin's going to pull it out. Um, I'm just not really high on Notre Dame. I don't think they're that good. I don't really trust their quarterback play. I think they've played a little too many close games for, for me to think they're a legit team. Um, I think Wisconsin's only lost going to a legit Penn State team, apparently. I just think Wisconsin's going to beat Notre Dame. I just, it's a gut feeling. I feel Wisconsin's going to just beat Notre Dame. I don't know if it's going to be a, you know, a blowout or any, or anything like that, but I just think Wisconsin's going to beat Notre Dame by like seven to 14 points. So probably, let's just go 10 points. I think Wisconsin's going to win by 10. Just a gut feeling. Um, now, this is the one that, I don't know if this is going to surprise people or not. North Carolina State versus Clemson. North Carolina State, the Wolfpacks, they're a good team. Okay? They play tough. They are a hard team. And when Clemson has not looked impressive, their offense does not look good. Now, their defense, they have a good defense. They have a fast defense. Okay? Physical defense. Their defense is good. Their offense is Dog water has not looked impressive at all. I expect North Carolina State to come out of this with a win. I don't know what the score is going to be, but I expect North Carolina State to win. I, I don't like North Carolina State has a pretty good defense. Their offense is pretty solid. Now they they might struggle moving the ball against Clemson. I just don't see Clemson. I, I don't know. I just see North Carolina State winning. Now again, Clemson has all the talent in the world offensively to fix it. You know, snapping the fingers like boom, they can fix it. Now that could happen against North Carolina State. I just don't see it happening, though. I, I think this is a North Carolina State win. I think they're going to win. I, I just, I'm not high on Clemson. Their offense hasn't looked good. And again, I, a lot of people are expecting Clemson's offense to maybe flip the switch. We just haven't seen it yet. And the fact that I haven't seen it yet, I just don't know what to think of that. They almost lost to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. And I don't mean that as a negative, but it's just the truth. And again, I just don't see Clemson beat North Carolina State, so I have I have North Carolina State pulling off the upset against number eight, nine Clemson, right? And North Carolina's unranked for people who don't know. Um, another one, Baylor, 3-0 versus Iowa State. Iowa State's a pretty solid team, pretty okay. Their quarterback hasn't looked that impressive. I think Baylor's pulling it off. I think Baylor's just going to score points. I, I, I don't know if, I honestly, I know Iowa State has a really good defense, but I just expect Baylor to put some points. I don't know if Iowa State's going to be able to keep up. It's a bold prediction. It's not a popular decision probably, but I just think Baylor's pulling off the upset against Iowa State. Another one, potentially. And this one I'm kind of 50-50 about. Rutgers 3-0 versus Michigan. Rutgers has looked good. Granted, they haven't played necessarily the top-tier competition yet, but they're 3-0 and they've looked a little impressive. Now, Michigan's favored by over, uh, I think it's roughly 20, 21 points. Um, Michigan's looked really good. Michigan has a good defense. They run the ball very, very good. Again, I don't. I, I personally, Rutgers has looked impressive. 
I'm almost kind of on that on that edge where I'm thinking like I think Michigan's really good. I still have questions about how, about how good their passing game is going to be against really good teams, but I think they can have the ability to run all over Rutgers and kind of hold them up with their defense. But I don't know what it is. I just feel like I think Michigan's going to win, but don't be surprised if Rutgers keeps it potentially close. And and again. Very good chance Rutgers gets blown out. Full disclosure. Very good chance. But I don't know what it is. I just, like, I just like looking at it. And, like, every time you think Michigan could be legit, it just seems like they lose. And right now, I'm starting to think, like, Michigan could be a pretty good team, actually. Maybe they're legit. And when I say legit, not playoff, not a playoff team, but just, like, a really good team. Maybe New Year's Six Bowl game type team. But every time you think that, they lose. And, I just, and I'm thinking that right now. And I, all I can think about is, man, I'm kind of thinking this way, but this is going to be the game they lose. It's going to be a game to Rutgers. Like, this is usually what happens. And, like, it's just a gut feeling that Rutgers is going to beat Michigan. I, I don't know what it is. I, I wouldn't say bet a whole bunch of money on Rutgers, but just, like, that weird gut feeling, Michigan needs to be careful for Rutgers. Because if you don't, they're going to lose. Now, SEC, big boys, Texas A&M versus Arkansas. Texas A&M, I believe, still without their starting quarterback, Arkansas looks good, man. They can run the ball. They can throw it a little bit. They got some pretty. They got a pretty nice defense. And I don't trust Texas A&M offense without their head, their starting quarterback. I really don't. I think they're going to have trouble moving the ball consistently. I think they're like in Texas A&M. Don't get me wrong. They have a really, really good defense. But I just think after a while they're going to get gassed by Arkansas. I think Arkansas is going to run it, run it, run it, and eventually it's just going to wear down that Texas A&M defense. And I just don't think their offense is that good without their uh, starting quarterback. And I just. I think I think this is the game. I think Arkansas wins. Um, I mean, you look at points. Arkansas, you know, averages forty-one points per game compared to twenty-eight by Texas A&M. Um, now their points allowed. Texas A&M points allowed is first with five point seven, but Arkansas is not bad with sixteen uh, total yards. Arkansas is twenty-two. Texas A&M is thirty-seventh passing yards. 84 to uh, 84 Arkansas, 53rd is Texas A&M, but the rushing yards, they're eight, 800 and, or, no, sorry, 282 yards compared to, you know, Texas A&M, 184, which is good, don't get me wrong, ranks 46, but I mean, little numbers are probably a little skewed a little bit, but I like Arkansas good, a lot. Yards allowed, Texas A&M's ninth, uh, Arkansas's 18th, I, I just... I feel as if this is Arkansas's game. I, I think they're going to beat Texas A&M. And I think that's... And again, I think Texas A&M has a really good defense. They have talent on offense. I just don't trust them without their starting quarterback. I just think that's an issue right now. They don't have the quarterback. And when you don't really have a quarterback, you're just... You're kind of limited a little bit. And I just... I, I'm personally picking Arkansas to pull off the upset against Texas A&M. Um, let's see who else we potentially have. Some people are saying Stanford could beat UCLA. I think it's possible, but I just think UCLA is definitely going to bounce back. Um, the only favorite about five versus Stanford. Um, but I really do think UCLA is going to bounce back after last week's weird loss to Fresno State. Uh, so I'm expecting UCLA to bounce back with a win. Um, also UCLA is ranked 24. Stanford's unranked, so I doubt Stanford's like... Not, you know what I mean? Like, they're probably still a top 30, 35 team or whatever. So, I mean, if Stanford wins, it's not too big of an upset, in my opinion. But I, I'm expecting UCLA to come out and win that game. Um, You have Oklahoma State versus Kansas State. Kansas State's 25th. Oklahoma State is unranked. Um, I don't know, really know who's going to win that one, to be honest with you. I don't watch them a whole lot. 
I think Oregon. I think Oregon State has a pretty good offense this year, though. Like, so there's a good potential there. But again, I'm not really calling that one a really big upset. Uh, I would still, when in doubt, I'd probably pick Kansas State to win that. The other big potential upset, um, the last one we're going to talk about real quick is this one. So we got West Virginia versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma's favored by 17 points. Again, Oklahoma's a really good team. Oklahoma has a lot of talent, but they haven't been playing up to the talent they have. That's been a big issue I have. Their quarterback, I think, I think their quarterback, Rattler, is trying to make all the plays. I think he, like, you see Baker Mayfield make the big plays. You saw Kyler Murray make the, make the big plays. You see Kyler Murray doing it in the NFL. You got Jalen Hurts who made the big plays. I think he has seen all these Oklahoma quarterbacks make the big plays over the last three, you know, like three to five years. And it's like, I want to be better than all of them. I, don't get me wrong. He is super, super talented. But this year, he, I think he's just trying to make the big play every time. He's just not taking what the defense is getting him. I think, he, I think that's what's getting him in trouble. Because it's not about, is he talented? It's not about, is Oklahoma talented? Because they have a lot of talent on that team, both offensively and defensive and defensively. But I just think their quarterback keeps trying to make all these spectacular plays and they're not doing it. I also think Oklahoma needs to run the ball a little bit more and not just try to solely pass it. And I think Spencer Redler also needs to work on the deep ball because last year it was terrific for him. This year it's been very, very hit and miss. And I just have questions. And I think West Virginia potentially could pull off the upset. Potentially. It's going to be hard because, again, Oklahoma, there's, there's a few teams who, you know, this year who've kind of started off slow or have a bunch of talent, but they haven't looked all that impressive. So, like, Clemson, in my opinion, has a bunch of talent, right? But they haven't looked good. Just something's not working, right? They have talent on that team, no doubt, but they just haven't looked good. But in theory, Clemson should be able to flip that switch and look like a really good team again because they have the talent. It's just not, it's just not showing up. Oklahoma is one of those teams who has the talent, and you've seen the flashes of the talent, but they haven't looked that good. They haven't looked that impressive. You could argue that they could already have, they should have two losses this year. They play. They 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 haven't cap, teams haven't capitalized on a lot of the mistakes that their quarterback has made for Oklahoma because he's made a lot of mistake worthy plays. Just teams aren't capitalizing on it. Eventually, teams will capitalize on it. I'm expecting West Virginia to capitalize on them again. Oklahoma can easily switch, flip that switch and blow out West Virginia. I'm not denying that. That can very much happen. They're one of the teams that I think, like, I think Oklahoma's a playoff team. I think they could be championship-level team. Like, that's how good they are. There's a reason they're ranked number four. But they haven't played up to that statue. They can. It's just a matter of will they flip it on. I don't see it happening this game. I think their quarterback's going to make turnover-worthy plays. I think West Virginia's going to capitalize on it. And I, I, I have West Virginia coming out with the win. Again, a lot of bold predictions, a lot of, a lot of upsets. I could look like a huge idiot Monday on the podcast for all these upsets I'm predicting. But that, I just, I don't know what it is. It's like this weird gut feeling where I'm just like, upsets. They're going to happen this week in college football. I, I feel a bunch of big upsets in all those big games. And I'm telling you right now, if there's a week to watch college football, this is going to be a big one because I'm predicting a lot of upsets. I could look like an idiot. But for whatever reason, I think I'm going to come in Monday looking like a genius. But with that being said, it's time to jump into some NFL, uh, the NFL games. All right. So like I said, it's time to jump into some NFL action, right? So this week, there were some pretty good games. We're just going to highlight the big games, right? Again, I, like I said in the last, one of the last podcasts um, this past week, I will talk about everybody's team on the Monday podcast, right? When I'm going over uh, who won 
and everything like that. I'm going to talk about everybody's team. But when I'm talking about the predictions or like preview of which big games to watch, I may not necessarily mention your team per se. It's no hard feelings. It's just the way it is. But again, if I don't mention your team right here, that does not mean I'm not going to talk about them on the Monday podcast when I talk about all the teams. I promise I'm going to mention all the teams. Again, some teams are going to get talked about a little bit more than others. But Monday's podcast, all NFL teams will be mentioned. But on this podcast, it's simply just the big games I think are worth watching. So with that being said, we're going to start with Bears versus Browns. Simply for the fact that it's Justin Fields' first start, and I think he can run into... So I predicted Justin Fields was going to start week four. Obviously, I wasn't predicting Andy Dalton injury. But I did say the Bears' offensive line is horrendous, and you put Justin Fields behind it, there's a good chance he gets hurt. So I was kind of right, but, you know, wrong quarterback. I like Justin Fields. I don't see him beating the Browns. I just think the Browns are really good offensively. Defensively, I think the pass rush is going to get after Justin Fields. I'm very curious how he does handling that pressure. How does he respond? How does he look? Who is he going to go to? How much he's going to use his feet? I'm, this is a very, very big game, uh, in my opinion. Not to just evaluate Justin Fields and how his career is going to go. Like I'm not saying that. Like If he plays bad against the Browns, I'm not going to be like, Justin Fields is a bust. He's awful. But I just, I'm just curious how he responds. Because the Browns are a really good team. I would say they're probably... Favorite, co-favorites with the Chiefs in the AFC. That, that's how talented of a team they are. Now, the Browns potentially may not have, you know, Landry's out for a while. I don't know if they're going to have Odell play this game yet, for certain. Uh, so they could be without their two best wide receivers and everything. But they're very good defensively. I'm very curious how Justin Fields responds to that. Um, I'm expecting the Browns to win, but I, I'm very curious to see how Justin Fields does, both at, with his arm as a quarterback and how much they kind of use him with his mobility. Another big game worth watching, Chargers versus Chiefs. Again, Chiefs are a very good, ga- uh, very good team. They lost to the Ravens, you know, fumble at the end, kind of cost them a little bit. Um, Chargers, all, these, all the dumb, stupid penalties that called back, ruined touchdowns against the Cowboys. Arguably, both teams could be 2-0, but they're both sitting at 1-1. Very curious how this game goes, how the Chargers bounce back, what, how the Chiefs look. Are they going to be able to generate some pressure on uh, Herbert? Very big game because, again, AFC West has looked very impressive this year. You have the Chiefs, everybody knows are really good. Chargers, who are big, everybody's on the big come up this year. You have Denver, who's 2-0, who, again, was one of my, you know, before the season started, underappreciated teams. Like, you know, I, I really liked Denver. I love their offensive potential. And I love their defense. They have ran into a little bit of injuries. But you, you got to win games in your division, apparently. It's kind of like, it's kind of looking like the NFC West because you have the Raiders, who are 2-0, too. You got to win these division games because they're going to be big. Not, so you got to win, obviously, outside your division because everyone's going to matter because this is going to be a hard division. It's not like other divisions where it's kind of like, oh, you lose one or two games, it's okay. You can kind of bounce back because the division's not that good, like the NFC least. This is a very, very impressive division. As of right now, it's looking really tough. These wins matter. Um, I would expect the Chiefs to win, but don't sleep on the Chargers. The Chargers are very, very talented offensively. Defensively, they're very much improved from last year because they're finally healthy. Uh, I think that's going to be a really good game. Very close game. Definitely worth watching. Uh, another quick game, real quick to mention, also within the uh, same division. You got Colts and Titans. They're both in the same uh, division. Colts are 0-2. Playoff aspirations. Wentz is probably out. 0-3 is not looking good. And again, when the season started, I really liked the Colts. I thought they have a good defense and they have a good offense and they have potential. But I also admitted their schedule is brutal. I think the Titans are going to win this one. I think the Titans are going to start getting the rhythm again. Derrick Henry's starting to get warmed up. They got Julio. A.J. Brown is going to bust out eventually. Their defense is 
average, above average, but not great. Colts' offensive lines kind of looked a little weird this year. Like, not as good as it has been. They're kind of struggling a little bit in the pass protection game. They're also not running the ball all that well, and their defense has kind of looked a little eh at times. Um, I don't know what it is. I just, Colts aren't looking that hot. I'm expecting the Titans to win this, especially if they don't have Carson Wentz. If they have Carson Wentz, it could be interesting, but I'm expecting Titans to win that one. Uh, but definitely a game worth monitoring. Um, another weird game, uh, Washington versus Bills. I'm very high on Washington. I, I, I personally came into the season thinking they were going to be a double-digit win team. I love their defense. I love their offensive potential. Now, again, they've had injuries, which you can't – again, when I was doing all these predictions, I couldn't predict. But I love Taylor Heineke. Um, I, I'm a big Antonio Gibson fan. I do love Scary Terry. I love their defense. Now, they have questions in the secondary, but Josh Allen has not looked like his MVP self. I'm, I'm curious to see when, where that game's going to happen. It could be this week where, like, he kind of shows everybody why he was in the, like, why he could be an MVP candidate, why he got all that money. But in the first two weeks, he hasn't looked all that impressive. But I am curious how the Bills do getting pressure on Taylor Haneke. Uh, how much of the Bills are able to run it? Is Josh Allen going to have a big game? And for Washington, is your secondary finally going to start stepping up? How often are they going to be able to generate pressure on the Bills? Um... And like just, just kind of stuff like that. Like it's gonna be a very close game in my opinion. I'm kind of feeling Washington's gonna win this. Uh, again, a lot of this just depends. I think on how Josh Allen plays. I think it's gonna be battle of the quarterbacks who kind of plays better. I don't know what it is. I think Washington's gonna win. I think they have the D line, the pressure, Jonathan, or I think they have Washington has the D line to pressure uh, Josh Allen. And though he's great outside the pocket, he's very mobile, big guy, hard to bring down. I just think Washington's gonna pull pull that game off. The very, very big game. So, we got three more games we're talking about. So, with this one, Rams versus Bucks, both 2 0. This is going to be a hard game. It's going to be a tough game. Bucks are going on the road to the Rams. Rams have looked very impressive. Defensively, you know they got Aaron Donald Ramsey. Matthew Stafford's looked very, very impressive. Cooper Cup's dominating right now. They have a run game with Darnell Henderson. Rams are a really good team, but you got the Bucks. You got Brady. You got Mike Evans. You got Goodwin. Antonio Brown's out, which I think. Hurts a little bit more than what people want to give them credit for. Gronkowski's looked good. My problem with the Bucks is this. Their secondary has not looked impressive. Not impressive at all. I'm expecting Matthew Stafford to have a field day against them. I told you, I think Tom Brady this year wants that 17-0 record. I, I just feel it. Like, I just, that's what he wants. I think that's the last thing he wants on his legacy. I don't think he's going to get it because I just think the Rams are going to win it because I think they're going to throw all over the Bucks secondary and I just... Don't know if the personally if the Bucks are gonna be able to keep up. I think the Rams win in a very very close game. Packers versus 49ers. always a big game between these guys. Uh, very competitive. Um, I the I, weirdly enough I have the Packers winning this game. I just I don't know really what to think of the 49ers. Another two and zero. They obviously they looked kind of impressive against the Lions. I know they beat the Eagles, but that was a weird one where I really thought Eagles probably should have won that game. Um. I don't know what to think of the 49ers. I don't know what to think of Jimmy Garoppolo and what you're going to get out of him week to week. The run game with all the running back injuries they have, I don't know what's happening. Uh, obviously, they have Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, I just don't know what to think of their whole offense as a whole at times. Like I feel like they're either like very hit or miss, like they're clicking all cylinders or they're kind of stalling a little bit. And I don't know if that's – it kind of makes me think it starts with Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, but I also don't know how much it has to do with who the running backs are right now. Defensively, they're still, I think, a very good defensive team. Though they, they still do have issues in the secondary a little bit. Um, I just think Rodgers is going to have a really good day against them. Now, I, I think the 49ers can apply 
can apply a bunch of pressure on Rodgers, but I just think Rodgers is going to eat apart that secondary. Personally, I think Rodgers is going to have a big game, and I think they're going to do enough to win that game. Last but not least, Eagles versus Cowboys. Monday night game. I'll tell you why I think this is an important game. Everyone's trying to figure out who in the NFC East, or as people say NFC least, who's legit. I think the Eagles have looked good. I think the Cowboys have looked good. Though the Giants are only two, they've shown signs of hope with all the injuries and everything they've had. And, and again, the Redskins. I'm very high on the Redskins. I personally think they should be number one in the division, but everybody's saying the Cowboys. This is a big game. Very, very big game. Is Jalen Hurts legit? Are the Eagles legit? Are the Cowboys good? Are they legit? This is just going to be a big indication game on kind of who's legit. Now, it could be a close game, and either team can lose it maybe in a close way, and it can still be a positive loss. I just think you're. I think a lot of Cowboys fans want to say they could be 2-0, but they could just as easily be 0-2. I think there's a very good chance they could have lost against the Chargers. I think they, they kind of shot themselves in the foot at every turn. I think the Chargers got hosed on some bad calls, touchdowns going back, and everything like that. Again, the game is what it is. There's a winner and loser at the end of the day. That's all that matters. But I think that people need to realize there's a very good chance the Cowboys could be, should be 0-2. Now, some are going to argue they could be 2-0. I get it. But just as very easily 0-2. Eagles, I think, should have beat the 49ers. I think they just had some bad stuff kind of go against them a little bit. Uh, didn't capitalize on some things. Uh, but I would expect the Eagles to come back with a, with a vengeance, have a really good game against the Cowboys. Um, it's going to be really close. Personally, part of me wants to say the Cowboys are going to win, but I don't know what it is. It's, again, the gut feeling. I just think the Eagles are going to pull it out. Um, I think it's going to be close regardless. I think it's going to be like between three to seven points a uh, game. I don't really expect either team to get blown out. But this is a really big game because if it, I'll tell you right now. If Washington meets the Bills, that kind of uh, like cements the idea that the Washington could be legit. And I think people are just sleeping on Washington for whatever reason at times. I don't think they should. I really think Washington is that talented of a team to be a double-digit win team. Now, I could be wrong, but I just think this Cowboys-Eagles game is going to be very important to kind of solidify who could be the biggest threat to Washington. Especially if Washington beats the Bills, that's going to solidify the fact that legit they lose to the Bills. Depending on how they lose, that kind of changed my mind a little bit. But very important game for Eagles-Cowboys to kind of maybe show who could be the alpha of the pack. Um... So definitely going to be an entertaining game Monday night. But with that being said, that's all I got for you guys. Remember, hit me up with questions. Questions yahoo.com. Love to get back to you. Uh, like I said, this weekend's going to be very entertaining in football world. Hope you guys are watching some games. And I will be back to you guys Monday, breaking down this past weekend of events, seeing if I'm right or seeing if I was wrong on every you know guess and everything. But with that being said, you guys have a great rest of your weekend. And I'll talk to you guys Monday.